Welcome to another episode of One Together Early Intervention, the podcast. This is a place for us to come together to share ideas and talk about the practical strategies that you can draw upon as you embark on your early intervention journey. You are the expert and this podcast aims to be your guide, providing you with a place where you can learn new tools and strategies to implement into your everyday life. This podcast is for you, parents of children with developmental delays, to sit down and relax, grab a cup of tea, and let's spend this time together talking about the practical ways to support your child at home. In today's episode, we are talking about the power of breath. Have you ever noticed what happens to your body when you take a big, deep breath? Try it now. With every deep breath, our body relaxes. The more big breaths we take, the more relaxed we become. Have you ever noticed when you take deep breaths during your every day? Is it when you're trying to relax? or when you're trying to regulate yourself from those really big emotions, or when you're attempting to calm down. Sometimes you might be taking deep breaths when you want to clear your head, or when you want to gather your thoughts. Other times, you might do it when you're feeling stressed and you're highly frustrated. By paying attention to your breathing, this is one of the fastest ways for you to become calm, centred, and energized. On the flip side, our breathing will be quick and shallow when we are excited, fearful, anxious and nervous. In a recent workshop I attended with Alan Parker, he explained why deep breathing is so important. What he said was that our bodies respond to deep breathing by reducing the amount of cortisol and adrenaline. In some ways, our nervous system thanks us with every deep breath that we take. But did you know that your deep breathing can have a positive impact on those around you, especially your stressed out and frustrated child? So what do you do? So how is it that your breathing is going to impact those around you, especially your stressed out and frustrated child. Well, when you start to slow down your breathing and take big, deep breaths, often those around you will start to do the same. Why don't you give it a go? This technique, if you want to use it, is going to require you to get a little bit closer to your child. And really, all you need to do is just start to breathe, is to take those really big belly deep breaths. In no way are we drawing the child's attention to what we're doing. We're not saying to the child, look, follow my breathing. And we're not saying to them, take a deep breath. If we were to do this when a child's super, super frustrated in that heightened state, it's possibly just going to escalate them even more and get them more frustrated. So that's not what we want to do. Instead, 
what we're doing is taking the lead and letting our children's bodies follow ours. Now this technique seems super simple in theory, but in practice, when everyone's frustrated and heightened, it may be harder to use. So for us to be successful when we're using this technique, we need to really be aware of our impact on our child's frustration. Often, and this is not what we want to happen, we might escalate our child's behaviour. And this technique is really about de-escalating it. What we also need to know is that when we use this technique, it needs to be at exactly the right time. So for those of who have heard me talk before about the zones and phases of behaviour, you will know that this technique would be used in that highly frustrated red zone. But if you haven't heard about those phases, let me tell you about them now. So I talk about four phases of behaviour. The first phase is the green zone. This is the place where fabulous things happened. It's, that it's when our ch us and our children have clear minds, we're highly productive and we're able to learn. It's the place where all the good stuff happens. Next, we have the yellow zone. Now the yellow zone, this is a super subtle zone and you may not even notice it in yourself or in your child. But it's when we're starting to get a little bit tense. So it's when we're just starting to get a little bit irritated. If we think about it within ourselves, it might be when our body temperature starts to heat up and we're feeling a little bit hot or when we're just starting to get a little bit tense or when our mind is starting to race away. With children, you might see it in their bodies becoming a little bit more tense. The next zone is the orange zone. This is the one that we generally start to see. This is where children are starting to become a little bit more irritated. It might be uh, that they're starting to point to things. They might be starting to grunt or make some noises. They might be, might be starting to say no a lot. Uh, they might be starting to stomp their feet or irritating some of their peers or siblings. The red zone, this is when we're, the child's really, really frustrated. This is where we start to really see those big behaviours. So when we're thinking about this technique of using deep breathing, we really want to be using it at the right time. And it's more likely to be successful when we use it when a child is either in that yellow zone or orange phase. Because once your child starts to follow you and starts to mimic your breathing, they're going to be able to move down those zones. So move from orange to yellow and then back to green. And that's really what we want to see happening as part of this technique so that a child doesn't become escalated any further we're starting to use this technique to de-escalate them so what do you do so the first thing is if your child's in that yellow or that orange zone zone is really for you to stop and to take a deep breath 
Move in a little bit closer to your child. Not so that you're right on top of them and invading their space, but so that they can really start to um, see and feel your breath. And then just continue to breathe. Take one big deep breath at a time. The more breaths you take, sooner or later your child will hopefully start to follow. Continue to do it and watch your child start to de-escalate. After a while, you might want to make a comment. So you might say to the child, I really like how you're taking those big deep breaths. When all is calm, draw your child back to the awareness of this strategy. Over time, it would be great if we could equip and help your child to have this strategy in their toolkit to use when they're starting to enter the yellow and orange zone. The more that children can really understand which zone they're in, and we give them a whole heap of um, strategies and toolkit to use, the more likely they're able to regulate themselves. And so at a time later on, you might sort of just bring this to attention that this is what happened. So you might say something like, you know, when you were getting a little bit frustrated before, did you really notice how we started to take some deep, deep breaths? How did you feel after doing that? And hopefully your child is going to start to notice that they were feeling a little bit better and that they were feeling a little bit calmer. Over time, when you're starting to think around um, when you're trying to work with your child's own regulation, you can really bring this in as a strategy. And so it could be a big deep breath, take 10 deep breaths when you're in one of those zones. So when they're starting to get a little bit frustrated, when they're starting to get a little bit irritated, when things are a little bit too hard, then you might say to them, why don't you try to take 10 deep breaths? So let's talk a little bit more about this strategy and when we might want to use it. So in the first instance, we've talked about using it as a role modeling strategy. So in the early stages, we're going to use it in front of our child and get them to follow. Over time, we want to start to draw our child's attention to this strategy and help them understand that it's one that they can start to use and adopt as well. Over time, we might start to talk to our child about these different phases of behavior or these zones. And by doing this, we're giving our child strategies at different zones. And so if your child is able to identify when they're in that yellow or orange zone, this can then be a strategy that they can start using themselves. And finally, we want to start to identify some times when the child might need to use this strategy. So for instance, we might start suggesting that they use it when they're going to try something new, when they're meeting new people, or, or even when they want to start to calm themselves down before going to bed. So let's recap. So today we've been talking about the power of breathing. We've learned that 
deep breathing is the fastest way for us to calm, to become more centered and energized. And we've learned how the nervous system is so appreciative of us using deep breathing because it reduces those cortisol and adrenaline and that's really not what we want in our system. We've talked about the fact that we really need to role model deep breathing to our child and when we start doing it they will naturally start to follow. We've talked about the fact that if you're using deep breathing you really do want to make sure that you're using it at the right time and those ideal phases or zones are when your child's in that yellow and orange zone. It's a great strategy to de-escalate. We've talked about the fact that once you start using deep breathing successfully that you may look at implementing it and using it with your child in their everyday, using it as a toolkit that they can draw upon when they're starting to learn and feeling that they're in those zones, so in the yellow zone and in the orange zone. And we've talked about the fact of starting to use that language with children so that they can identify what zone they are in. And finally, we've looked at some other times when you might start to use this strategy. So when we know that it works for your child, what are some of the times that you might want to use it? And we talked about the time, the fact that you might use it at those times when things are um, a little bit difficult, when your child's finding something hard, when they maybe they're entering a new environment, they might be meeting new people, or even you might incorporate it as part of a calming exercise before they go to bed, or maybe before they're going to even do a little bit of play or schoolwork. So that's all there is to learn about deep breathing. I know it sounds pretty simple and you're definitely going to have to try it a few times but it is a strategy that I've used plenty of times and it's one that you could use at different times during the day and during different scenarios. We'd really like to hear how you go so if you'd like to go to our website drop us an email we'd really love to hear how well you've found this strategy and how it's been working for you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of One Together Early Intervention, the podcast. Check out the show notes for further information and links. And of course, more information can be found on our website at onetogetherearlyintervention.com. If you like our podcast, please share it amongst your friends and get in touch if you have a topic that you would like us to explore with you. In the meantime, if you need support with implementing early intervention strategies at home or you have some pain points that you just can't seem to get on top of, head to our website and leave your details. We're looking forward to you joining us again soon and thanks again for one together early intervention.